everyone. Welcome to a uh welcome to a very sleepy episode of Capes and Japes. <laughs> it's not the sleepy boy. I was gonna say it's not my fault that I stayed up past my bedtime the past few days, but it has been my fault that I've stayed up past my bedtime <laughs> the past few days. <laughs> and the dogs, the dogs don't let me sleep. They're like Those... no no, we want breakfast and our pill pocket. Oh, those those darn dogs. <laughs> How could they? I know. Um, today, so we are, I realized, I realized quick behind the scenes here, I did the thing that I do to Briar constantly where I mention something we could talk about and then I think we've like, agreed to talk about it and then i look back at the conversation and i just sort of mentioned it once and then assumed that was what the episode would be um look olivia see the thing is the the big secret is i don't do the pre-production so it's fine as long as you know who we're talking about that's fine we're good I can roll up and talk about anything. You have that power. Um, anyways, uh, so a little while ago, uh, we got a review from, uh, TC Tappy, who, uh, suggested that we talk about, uh, Vandal Savage and Arthur Curry, um, both of whom were already characters I was interested in talking about. Um, but there's just so many comic characters. There are so many, gosh, we've done so many episodes of this, and there are so, like, we just did Aquaman. Yeah. You would think we would have gotten to Aquaman sooner, but there's so gosh dang many of these guys. (laughs) So many. Um, but that would be why we're taking, uh, going on a thematically unrelated turn this episode not that we don't do that all the time anyways yeah i don't know why you're apologizing for that that's kind of like our thing or <laughs> just like it's and kind of our thing. so we're gonna talk about like you know this set of characters and then something completely different yeah just something it's totally fine. new <laughs> uh but yeah vandal savage uh vandal savage is uh first of all he's a dc comics supervillain uh he is a pretty weird character um there's uh first of all i think because he has a name that sounds like an 80s hair metal band (laughs) um which makes you think that his vibe is going to be very different from what it actually is you expect a lobo (laughs) <laughs> you do expect a Lobo type, is the thing. Um, and then his actual vibe is, like, much closer to, like, Rachel Ghoul. Um, and also, he, like, doesn't exactly have... He's not really anyone's nemesis. Uh, he's been, I guess, the closest like, major character he's, like, uh, a nemesis-ish of is, like, Hawkman. Hawkman and Hawkgirl. Um, but he's been, you know, he's been a major villain to the Teen Titans, he's been a major villain to the Flash, 
He's been a major villain to Superman on several occasions. He's not picky. He has, yeah, he's not picky, exactly. He has a couple minor superheroes who were sort of his nemeses, but that's also kind of a weird, complicated thing. Um, so, yeah, he's, like, in a, a weird space where he's, like, definitely not, like, you know, an A-list, like, household name supervillain, but he is around all the dang time. <laughs> uh, so what's his deal, anyways? Uh, we're gonna tell you that. Here it comes. <laughs> I, I was gonna be uh, like, oh no, are you asking me? I didn't do any research. All I know is that he's <laughs> immortal because of he meteorite reasons? I mean, yeah. You got you got one of the most important parts. Yes, thank you, Justice um, League cartoon. Uh, Justice League cartoon has never let us down. I can see it in my mind's eye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Vandal Savage uh, has actually been around for quite a long time. <laughs> yeah, he was, he's immortal. I mean, he's immortal. Yes, he's immortal for meteorites, but. In the real world, uh. thank you for that clarification, uh, he was first introduced in uh, 1943. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, in the Golden Age Green Lantern comics, uh, which the a lot of, a lot of superheroes were very different uh, in... The Golden Age, like the early 40s-ish, as we've gone over before. The Golden Age Green Lantern, very different from what the Green Lanterns currently are. Uh, a lot more magical, a lot less, you know, space cop. Um, and this initial story for Vandal Savage, who's introduced as pretty much like a one-off green lantern enemy um is that he is a uh one million year old caveman um who uh was in the vicinity of an exploding meteor uh and the gas from the meteor uh rendered him immortal uh, truly so, wild. Truly just a just a really wild story. Uh a lot of a lot of things from uh this initial appearance are things that are no longer part of uh who Vandal Savage is. Uh he first of all he has like weird pointy ears in his initial design that they get rid of, which, <laughs> frankly, I think more characters should have pointy ears. That was a mistake. Somebody was like, hey, we we know what cavemen look like. We <laughs> they didn't look like this. Why did you think they looked like this? <laughs> we, have, we have archaeological evidence. Why? Why would he have pointy ears? It's like, I don't know, I just think they're neat. They, I mean, listen, they're not wrong. They are neat. Uh, but uh, the million years timeline uh, also gets changed. Uh, and also the 
initial uh, story is that he is immortal in the sense that he can't age or, like, you know, die of, like, old age, but he can be killed through, you know, injuries that would kill a normal <laughs> Normal person. means. Normal means. The normal means of murder. Uh, so... When wild, he explains, wild that he hasn't been murdered. <laughs> wild that this man hasn't been murdered. Well, part of it is that he explains to uh, Alan Scott, the the Green Lantern, uh, the Golden Age Green Lantern, that uh, he's been sort of spending his time, uh, his immortality, rather than uh, taking power for himself uh sort of acting as like you know a shadowy like second in command to other people in power sort of manipulating them to his own ends uh although he does like both here and also at like many other points throughout his comic book history claim that he like various historical figures have actually been him uh, like Julius Caesar and Genghis Khan. Uh, Two men who famously did die. Two did die. Um, so I think... I don't... I think the current canon for this is like, he definitely lied about a bunch of them, but some of them could be true. I just, for thousands of years, it's extremely dangerous to be a person. Like, not even, like, getting involved <laughs> in politics and power dynamics or anything. It's just extremely dangerous to be a person. It's incredible that he was never, like, killed by a tiger or something. It, there's so much stuff that could kill you. There's so much stuff that can kill you, and somehow he avoided all of it. Uh, he avoids all of it, uh, up until, uh, Alan Scott throws him into a, uh, bottomless pit. Uh-oh. Uh, well, that you know, won't kill you, actually, because there's, well, there's nowhere no to bottom hit. to it. Yeah. And uh, if you don't die of old age, you're just there. Just there forever. Uh, you know, classic, classic getting rid of a villain, but also wanting to leave it open for them to come back again. I don't know if that was the intention when they wrote it. It might have just been like, you know, here's an appropriately sort of non-gory death. Um, but he does come back. Well, yeah, because there was nothing to kill him. There was nothing to kill him. No bottom. Uh, Somebody tossed him a very long rope. <laughs> the world's longest rope. Uh, he comes back, uh, and joins the Injustice Society still during the, the Golden Age. Uh, he, uh, fights the JSA with some other supervillains, uh, loses, is arrested, uh, and then, uh, is not, uh around again for a bit uh and then in sort of the intervening time we enter the 
Silver Age of comics, uh, where comics had been, like, superhero comics had sort of been on the decline and then get, like, a resurgence in the early 50s uh, because it's easier to market them under the uh, comics code as opposed to, like, romance comics and horror comics, which had been growing in popularity. Uh, And sort of the thing that marks the start of the Silver Age is the introduction of Barry Allen as the new Flash. Uh, And this also uh, introduces the concept in these uh, early Barry Allen Flash comics uh, that the previous Flash, along with all of the other, like, Golden Age superheroes, exist in a separate Earth. They exist on an Earth called Earth 2, uh, and all of the current superheroes, Barry Allen and, and Hal Jordan and all those guys, exist on Earth 1. Uh, and Vandal Savage uh, shows up and somehow manages to travel between both dimensions at once. Uh, just to cause, just to cause chaos in all of them. Uh, he, I think, he, like, shows up to fight the JSA on Earth 2, uh, and then Barry, like, comes to Earth 2 to help them stop him, and then Vandal Savage is like, oh, another Earth? Sweet. (laughs) Watch out. Don't mind if I do. (laughs) Uh, this is also, uh, at this point, while they sort of have the opportunity, they retcon, uh, a bunch of, uh, his backstory, where, uh, now he, instead of a million years, he's been alive for 50,000 years. Um. I, more reasonable. More reasonable. I don't, I think, I don't know if they, like looked up like <laughs> how long have like humanoids existed <laughs> um somebody was like oh but- shoot uh so my brother who's like an early humanity historian actually came over one day cuz he saw comics and was like vandal <laughs> savage is a million years old yeah right uh here's like i printed you out a timeline of early human history. Pick a number. <laughs> Pick a more sensible number. Uh it they change uh what happened with the meteor a little bit. They uh make it radioactive that these guys love radioactivity. It was a radioactive meteor instead of just like exuding weird gas, uh, and that it actually, uh, is sort of, it was a time-traveling meteor, (laughs) which is why it was so weird. Uh, All Um, right, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, they they also give him more of a backstory at this point. Uh, they give him, uh, like a an original name of 
Vandar Ad Adag. A-D-G is how it's spelled. Adag. Uh, and establish him as the leader of, uh, the, like, a, a, a group called the Blood Tribe. But then later, I think they call it the Wolf Tribe. Uh, and they give him an arch nemesis, who's another, uh, <laughs> caveman named Klarn Arg. Why um, does he have <laughs> a name like that and then Vandal Savage is Vandal Savage? Well, Vandal Vandal Savage changed his name from... <laughs> his, he was like, that sounds cool. Klarn also... I, I mean, I, Klarn's gone through a lot of identities. So this guy uh, is exposed to the same... Uh, the same meteor that Vandal Savage is exposed to, uh, and he uses it to make, like, an amulet, uh, and he is also immortal, but instead of just kind of living forever, he, uh, gets, like, lives and, like, dies normally and then gets reincarnated into a new body, uh... Why? But, like... Why? 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 I, that's a great question! Hey! Why? Why does this affect two people in completely different ways? Pick one! <laughs> Just pick one of them! Uh, they can't. They can't do that. Um, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we had, like, a Vandal Savage, uh, nemesis who is also immortal, but instead of just same body, is reincarnated. Yeah, no, that would be cool. Okay, so, same meteorite, right? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's gotta be the same meteorite. That's the only thing we- that's the only thing we have. <laughs> no! <laughs> Make something else happen. Maybe there's a second meteorite. Maybe the meteorites were fighting. <laughs> They're two arch enemy meteorites. Uh-huh. Um anyways, uh Klarn uh becomes a superhero known as the Immortal Man. Uh, okay. which is gonna get confusing in a little bit because there's another Vandal Savage immortal nemesis. Who has a similar but slightly different ability, whose name is Resurrection Man. <laughs> huh. Um unfortunately, um I am very into like eternal rivals who can't die. Uh and also apparently in like Rebirth they did some stuff with uh Immortal Man where he like tried to like recruit a teen to be his new host body and then like something went wrong and so now the teen is still himself but is also the new immortal man and i'm like oh that sounds kind of up my alley regrettably <laughs> uh regrettably this was made for me just womp womp so i might have to read this 
comic that I didn't look into because it was like Batman Who Laughs is in it. And I was like, well, I don't want to see him, but I guess maybe I want to see a teen. Um, anyways, the point is, uh, Silver Age establishes all this new backstory uh, for Vandal Savage. And it also uh, gives us the fact that Vandal... It feels... It feels weird to address him as anything but his full name. Vandal? <laughs> Mr. Savage? Uh, that uh, Vandal Savage is starting to lose his immortality hmm. for reasons. Uh, and so a lot of what follows after this are him launching schemes in attempts to uh retain uh his immortality uh at one point he does the freaking classic supervillain thing where he like rewrites history so he's like always been you know the ruler of earth uh and makes like Superman, his, like, head enforcer. Um, uh, but at some, some point during this, uh, he does, they sort of retcon in, uh, that he actually has, uh, a, like, an advanced healing factor, um, where, uh, it's like, oh, he can actually, uh, actually, we take back what we said before. He can't be killed by normal means. Because uh, somebody probably brought up the tiger thing. Yeah, somebody brought up the tiger issue. Uh, at one point, he, like, just, like, is incinerated and he still manages to, like, rebuild himself from, like, the ashes um like a phoenix <laughs> like a phoenix baby um that's uh i think i think what happens is the meteor the, the he like he is exposed to the meteor that gave him his powers again and it seems to kill him but instead <laughs> he rebuilds himself from the ash and then I guess getting exposed to it again gave him healing powers. Uh, or maybe he al he always had them and he just never tested it out. I mean, why would you? Why would you? Uh, but he, uh, he fights Superman. At some point he tries to, like, use, somehow, like, drain Superman's power to give himself immortality uh the immortal man forms a team uh to stop him called the forgotten heroes uh which is notable just because it includes a uh, dolphin from last week and like was one of the only things that dolphin did between being introduced and uh showing up again to help aquaman in like the 90s fun being a part of a team called the Forgotten Heroes. I know, like, he couldn't have given them a more flattering name. Uh, 
And then uh, we get into Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, the immortal man seemingly dies for real during Crisis, uh, except he doesn't because his whole thing is being immortal. Uh, so he does come back. Um, and after Crisis, when they're merging all these, uh, multiple Earths and kind of rewriting a bunch of backstories, they change everything with the meteor again. Uh, and now they're like, okay, it was, it was still a time traveling meteor, uh, but it came from the future and it, was full of, uh, a, like, microscopic robots called tektites. Okay! And when it exploded, the tektites are what gave Vandal Savage his immortality. And also gave the immortal man his immortality because, uh, he was also there. Uh, again... Worked slightly differently for him for some reason, but you know that's fine. This one, I feel, this I think made it kind of silly. Like this, did? it was, it was already silly <laughs> for sure. But like, this is the straw for you, huh? This re- I don't know why this really did it for me. Like radioactive meteor is kind of just like pretty standard comic stuff, but, like, future meteor full of microscopic robots is, like, why did- why did you have to put that in? Like, why is that- why does that make more sense than what you had? (laughs) It didn't make sense, but it was fine. Like, it made not sense in a comics way. Next time, the meteor's just gonna be magic. It's fine. It's just gonna be a magic meteor. They gotta I mean, hit all. They gotta hit all the squares on the bingo. They really do. Apparently, Vandal Savage. He's been around for so long that they're just cycling through everything. Uh, unfortunately, Wikipedia does have a sentence about this that um, made me uh, invested in it, which is uh, hold on. The presence of tectites in. Uh, Vandal Savage and the Immortal Man's bodies, uh, allows the two enemies to sense each other and sometimes be drawn to each other. Like, ah, beans. Oh, no. That's the good stuff. (laughs) I was already there because, you know, Immortal Nemeses. Immortal Nemeses! Listen! (laughs) You know there was a period of time where they were like, why are we nemeses? We've been alive for so long. And then they spend like 10 years together and then they're like, actually, you know what? Fuck this guy. This guy sucks. I remembered why we were nemeses. Oh, but they're immortal. They're the only ones who like understand what it's like to be alive this long. Ugh, that's fr- friggin' God. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, ooh, these things just draw them to each other, huh? Oh. That's the good shit. Somebody had fun with this. Somebody, listen, somebody out there knew what they were about, and I do salute them for it. Uh, this is, uh, also as they're 
establishing this uh, post-crisis backstory. They throw uh, some various other heroes in there. Uh, they have a Hawkman and Hawkgirl who are also... We should do an episode about Hawkman and Hawkgirl. I have been avoiding it because their backstory is famously annoying and complicated. Um, I had honestly forgotten that we never did. <laughs> uh, but they're also... Uh, they're like another reincarnation-based set of superheroes uh, who Vandal Savage has run into in a few of their incarnations throughout history. Uh, and they also introduce Michael... Mitchell... Michael Shelley? Mitchell Shelley? Is Michael Shelley from the Magnus Archives? Um, I don't know. It my, is, my brain's just like Mary Shelley. Mary Shelley. <laughs> the author of Frankenstein. Uh it is uh it is Mitchell Shelley who is uh the resurrection man who was not uh not initially created to be a Vandal Savage enemy, I don't think, but later they retconned in that he also uh, has immortality powers because of tektites. Uh, and he is also reincarnated, but he, uh, I don't, I think he, they changed it. They definitely changed it from what the original story was. I think it's, he gets reincarnated, but he doesn't have memories of his previous lives. But also maybe he gets reincarnated and he gets new superpowers every time. Um, but Vandal Savage runs into him several times throughout history and hates him. At some point he shows up and the Forgotten Heroes think that he's the immortal man because he's also immortal. <laughs> And a man, uh, and then it's revealed that he's not, but the immortal man is in fact alive because Vandal Savage, uh, managed to recover his body and has been, like, keeping him prisoner in his, like, secret lab that he's using to try and, you know, bolster his own immortality. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so there's a lot to unpack there. Uh, he also runs into, uh, Rip Hunter, famous time traveler Rip Hunter. I mean, you gotta. You gotta, listen. He's gotta, I think Rip Hunter killed Vandal Savage's dad. Oh. <laughs> um, so that's a fun, that's a fun little time travel, uh, time traveling adventure. Every time he sees Rip, he's just like, you. Oh, and Rip's like, this guy. Gotta go. Um, Don't have time. He also, I, he also invents the Illuminati. Oh, <laughs> he's just—he's a busy guy. Um, he uh has several uh descendants throughout history. Uh, and as his powers start to somewhat lose their effectiveness, uh. Like, they 
changes a little post-crisis, but he's still, like, he realizes that his body doesn't regenerate as well as it used to. Uh, he starts being like, oh, I'll, if I have kids, then I can use them for, <laughs> like, organ transplants and stuff if I need them. Uh, oh. So he... That's the worst reason to have kids. It's the worst reason to have kids. I think he had a lot of kids just, like, regardless, but well, now he's look, like, oh, if I... Well, for a long time, there were not ways, there were not, like, effective birth control methods. I'm, Correct. I would not be surprised if he has helped populate many places. Yes. Uh, most famously... Uh, he has a daughter, uh, named Scandal Savage. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, created by Gail Simone. I think, I think Gail Simone co-created her, but she, re she definitely did most famously write her. Yeah, Gail Simone, when she was writing, uh, Secret Six, um, and she, uh, she's a supervillain, uh, Vandal Savage, like, uh, doesn't, he's not attached to any of his kids, um, but he is sort of, like, impressed by Scandal, um, because she's, uh, she loves to do crime and she's good at violence. Um, but, uh, not but, but to Vandal Savage, uh, she is a lesbian, which is unfortunate for Vandal Savage because he, like, wanted her to have, uh, biological children so that he could, I guess, <laughs> use their organs if he needed them. Um, Vandal. So... Yeah, we, Vandal, um... We gotta talk about this, Vandal. We gotta talk about this whole situation. Stop uh, trying to harvest the organs of children. One, <laughs> there's no guarantee that your body would accept them. Two, they're too small. It's like, your body is, like, like so whack and full of microscopic future past meteor... Caveman meteor, like, robots, like... Maybe it won't, like, how do you know you can put any organs in there? Three, it is fucked up morally and ethically. It is whack. It is whack, Vandal. Also, accept your daughter for who she is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she has, like, uh, a long-term romance with, uh, another member of the Secret Six, uh, Knockout, who's, like, a former like, female fury from Apocalypse, uh, and they're great. I love some great evil Wallowa. Uh, he also, apparently, I, I just found this out over the weekend, uh, Roy Harper is, like, distantly descended from Vandal Savage. That's very funny. It's very funny. <laughs> um, 
it's pretty it's pretty whack. <laughs> it's Vandal Savage um, just trying to get his organs now. <laughs> just trying he's like, give me your organs. <laughs> no, dude, I'm not gonna give you my organs. Give me your organs. I'm not gonna give you my organs. I don't like I don't think you even want them. A lot of them are pretty busted. I have not been nice to most of these organs. I've been punched. <laughs> I've eaten junk food for most of my life. Like, come on. Yeah. You think I did, the a, I did a bunch of drugs for a while. You think the <laughs> Teen like... Titans eat healthy? No. <laughs> We're a bunch of unsupervised teens. <laughs> In the name. Uh, he... So, yeah, he builds this organization called The Lab, with a capital L, uh, that is, like, working to, uh, like, recreate the Tektites, uh, that made him immortal so that he can, you know, uh, boost his immortality, uh, indefinitely, which is The Lab captures Mitchell Shelley by coincidence, uh, because he was in one of his, like, post-resurrection, no memories, just kind of wandering around, and, uh, Vandal Savage's henchmen were like, oh, we can do experiments on this random guy we found, uh, and then finds out that this is, uh, this guy who keeps resurrecting, who he's actually run into several times throughout history, and, uh, fought. Uh, and this is also, the immortal man seemingly dies again, because he's, like, escapes from, like, where Vandal Savage has imprisoned him, and, uh, fights him, and seemingly dies again, but is not dead because he's immortal, and I think he's, like, he might be dead now because, like, of this teen who has his powers, but who knows? <laughs> Uh, he, uh, fights the, uh, fights the adjectiveless titans, uh, which is notable because he makes a villain team to do it and, uh, names them Tartarus, which is a very cool name to give your anti-titans supervillain team. Indeed. It's, it's, it's pretty, uh... I mean, it's pretty cool. I'm sure Vandal Savage knows a lot about Greek history. Yeah, it turns out, uh, probably sort of, sort of an expert in it. Do you think Vandal Savage just like <laughs> he's just like, oh yeah, I could definitely uh fill out a bunch of blanks in history, but I'm not gonna because it's funnier <laughs> like this. <laughs> I'm enjoying myself, uh. This is, uh, a lot of what he does is just, like, generally, like, some superheroes will, uh, just discover that he's up to something nefarious. Like, he doesn't always spend a lot of time, like, directly attacking superheroes. He's just going around doing evil shit, and then everybody's like, oh, frickin', it's Vandal Savage again. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> That frickin' guy! He won't stop with his schemes, with his plots and his schemes and his plans. Um, he is possibly- there's a whole thing in Final Crisis where he is- uh, maybe he- 
he gets, uh, he's maybe possessed by Cain from the Bible. Okay. Uh, he gets the mark of, of the mark of Cain. Like, it's supernatural. I was just gonna, I was internally debating, like, should I say, oh, like in hit CW television show Supernatural? Yes, like in uh, critically reviled CW television show Supernatural. <laughs> um, he gets the mark of Cain. The uh, S- Spectre g- gives it to him, uh, gives him the mark of Cain, and... As a gift? Then he... As a present, no, as a curse. Ah. Uh, um, that's also a gift sometimes. Yeah. If you're into curses. Yeah. And then it, there's this whole, like, there's a thing where it's like maybe Vandal Savage was actually Cain from the Bible. Hey, because now. Because he was around. Hey, now, uh, comics. But that's unclear. Um, He ends up, uh, he manages to uh pass the mark of Cain on like a black spot to Renee Montoya who's the question at this point and she apparently just like is able to like banish it by acknowledging her own like flaws and weaknesses which Vandal Savage is incapable <laughs> of doing <laughs> <laughs> Vandal Savage is like, ugh, the only way to get rid of this curse is to give it to someone else. And Renee is like, yeah, I'm not a perfect person. And the curse is like, oh, cool, bye. <laughs> I'm done. I've been, I, I did what I came here to do. Goodbye, Renee. Have, a, have an enjoyable rest of your life. <laughs> uh, he shows up in the New 52 uh this time the meteor i think is radioactive again Mm. and also it almost destroyed krypton but it was deflected uh but then krypton was destroyed later so i guess it doesn't matter uh they bought themselves some time yeah but it has you know it has it has krypton vibes i guess uh, and it, uh, this also has him as, like, sort of, uh, doing some vaguely heroic things, like, during the Dark Ages, because he's bored. <laughs> I'm gonna try being uh, good. I'm gonna uh, try being good. Uh, it's just, like, there's a lot of, I don't know, evil, powerful stuff that I could fight. Um, I don't know why he didn't also- just you know, like, leave Europe. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's all there is. (laughs) Oh, no, it's the Dark Ages. Europe's not having a good time. I could go literally anywhere else, but... Absolutely anywhere. (laughs) Anywhere else that's having a good time right now. But nope. Nope, I'm just gonna be here and do good, I guess? Fuck it, Um, yeah, let's go. (laughs) I guess. Ugh. Uh, and then Rebirth does another new thing, and uh, it I think the me go again goes back to radioactive meteor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but instead of Vandal Savage and the Immortal Man, 
there's five people who get immortality from it, who are all all at this meteor when it explodes. Uh, and there's five people who become, like, the Council of Immortals and, like, each gather their own group of followers and have their own, like, sort of philosophy on, you know, how people should do things and humanity should advance itself. Uh, and I think a lot of this plays into whatever Immortal Man is doing in the Immortal Men. Uh, it gives him, uh, he has a sister named Infinite Woman who is evil, I think. Uh, but, um, this, I don't, it, I don't know if they go very deep into Vandal Savage's involvement with this, uh, but he is, he is part of it, I guess. And then, you know, he, uh, goes back to doing, uh, doing his usual <laughs> schemes, his usual plans and schemes and, and plots, uh, currently... Uh, part of the post-death metal, uh, superhero villain, like, joint venture, uh, where a bunch of superheroes and villains are on an interdimensional space station observing the different worlds of the new Omniverse. I hate everything and you just said. I, you know, <laughs> I don't like it very much either. It, it just all washed over me, and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> glad I didn't read any of that. Yeah. Um, sounds like so much. Why do- it, 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 it is a lot. Why do comics keep I, doing this? Why do comics keep doing this? I thought- they made it seem at the end of Death Metal that Wally was going to be a part of this group, which made sense because, like, the stuff that happened with Wally after Heroes in Crisis and during whatever that miniseries was called, Flash Forward, was like, oh, Wally's now, like, kind of existing, like, outside space and time, like, observing the multiverse. Uh, except now... Barry's gonna be on this space station as the multiverse observing team, and Wally's just gonna be the regular Flash, which I am stoked about, but I don't know why they did it that Maybe way. Maybe they can just tag in. They just tag in and out. It's like, they're always wearing the Flash costume, like, nobody really notices which one is which. They're moving very fast all the time. I mean, their friends definitely notice. Hey, Wally, can you come over to hang out? Ooh, no, I'm actually on interdimensional duty for the next year, your time? Uh, <laughs> so I'm booked. But, you know, if you want to go hang out with Barry, he's around. He's around. I don't want to hang out with Barry. <laughs> Barry's the less fun one. Like, Barry's uh, fine, but, you know... He's like an uncle. Yeah. Uh but that's uh that's what Vandal Savage is up to now. He's um he's a pretty interesting villain. There are definitely some stories that like go in like a little bit of a 
weirder direction where it's like he's like oh like i'm you know a superior being and i deserve to rule earth because of my you know meteor powers whatever (laughs) my meteor powers my advanced evolution uh at one point like there's definitely like some sort of weird nazi stuff Mm. um which I am not I'm not a fan of even for you know evil characters. I'm like just just do something else. <laughs> Somebody with a microphone running up to Vandal Savage. Vandal Savage, where were you in 1944? <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. And it's uh, like ah, but... I'm I'm like Minions movie like oh no, I was in Antarctica actually. <laughs> I wasn't anywhere. I wasn't anywhere at all. Chilling with some uh, penguins for like 20 years because I just needed to get out for a minute. <laughs> uh, but it is like, it is a cool concept for a villain. And there's definitely uh, been some cool stuff uh, that they've done. I always, like, I I do... I do always enjoy like a a very scheme heavy villain, somebody who's just kind of lurking in the shadows, like plotting. Um, I just love immortality. Yeah, because even it... when they have a name that makes it sound like they should be in a biker gang, because <laughs> like it would suck, right, to be immortal. It would supremely yeah. suck. But it's so interesting to like think about it like if somebody had that much time what would they do with it and in vandal savage's case he just wants to be evil (laughs) he's like i've thought about it and what i want is to be evil and do crimes i've been here for tens of thousands of years and i've really found that my calling is just evil scheming but that doesn't mean that i won't do good shit it's just, does that good shit help me as a person? <laughs> it's it's admirable, really. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty whack stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> whack all around. Uh, did you have anything, anything else you wanted to bring up? Um, no, I didn't read any comics this week. <laughs> I don't know where this week went. <laughs> uh, man, frickin' tell me about it. Uh there were um there were a couple of fun announcements just today, just like within the past few hours uh, since we've been recording. One of which uh is Disney Plus is going to be doing a spin-off series uh, about Echo, who is confirmed to be showing up in the Hawkeye series, uh, but is now also going to be getting her own show, apparently, uh, which, uh, as friend of the show, Chris pointed out, not sure how good a job they're going to do with these, you know, crumbs of representation, but yeah, I am kind of, I am interested I do um, like her. 
and I do want to see her thrive. I do, I do love to see her, is, is the thing. Uh, they also announced, uh, Warner Brothers announced today that, uh, Emerald Fennel of, uh, the writer slash director, I think, of Promising Young Woman, uh, among other things, is going to be writing a Zatanna movie. Oh. Uh, which, yeah, I, um, I'm interested. Uh, I have not seen Promising Young Woman. I don't know if I will (laughs) due to the subject matter. Uh, but I do think it's, uh, neat that they're going for somebody who has sort of, you know, from what I've heard, kind of a distinctive, like, movie-making sensibility. Uh, so that's, that's pretty neat. And I, I like Satana. Yeah, I'm just thinking about, like, (laughs) the poor actress that's gonna have to say a bunch of things backwards. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so how how should I pronounce this? I don't know. Listen, just do your best. Ugh, I love it. All right. It's great. Uh. Oh. Yes. Yeah, I mean. I, two things that did happen this week that I forgot about because I did not watch them. A uh, Snyder Cut was released. Oh, yeah. And also uh, the first episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier came out, which I've seen a, yes. couple, I've seen a couple reactions to it, which is like, oh, okay. So they're doing something good, it seems. Um, I do want to watch it, but it's one of those things where like, both my parents are also interested, so we have to find a time where we can all watch it together. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The ultimate challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I had to say. Because suddenly I yeah, was just like, I... where did this week go? <laughs> yes, I, I, am, I am probably going to be starting Falcon and Winter Soldier with my family this week. And I am going to be watching the Snyder Cut this coming weekend. Oh, congratulations. All goes well. Yes. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if it's congratulations worthy. No, it's but... congratulations that you found four hours. Yeah. The... <laughs> I've managed to schedule four hours into my life to spend watching this movie. This experience. Yeah. I am also going to uh, watch it at some point. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so, yes, those are some things that are happening. If you want to see things that are happening, you should follow us on the internet. Uh, we have Twitter, we have Tumblr, we have Facebook, we have Instagram. You can find all those at Capes and Japes. Uh, you can send us an email if you want to capesandjapes at gmail.com. If you have questions or you want to show us something or you need, like, recommendations for anything. Uh, we have a Discord server, which is how I found out about the uh, Echo series. Yep. So quickly. Um, so come uh, come join our Discord server, and maybe you will also hear comic book news uh, very quickly, in addition to other things. Um, like talking about our have... favorite tags on AO3. 
<laughs> no beta, we die like BBS yeah, Superman. Exactly. <laughs> um, it's pretty good. We have a Patreon. If you want to support us on there, uh, you can listen to bonus episodes when we both watch uh the Snyder Cut. We will be talking about it, so get in get in for all the all the hot takes. Probably be next month sometime. <laughs> yeah. It'll be fun. Um we also uh if you can't support us on Patreon, another way to help out the show is leaving a rating and review. Uh like TC Tappy, whose suggestions in their review we did do episodes about. So maybe we'll talk about what you want us to talk about. Because <laughs> um, you'll remind you a, us. Because you'll remind us that they exist. Uh, and we will definitely uh, give you a shout out if you do that. Uh, we also... Uh, if you tell a friend about the show, if you think they'd be interested, if you have friends who would be interested in Vandal Savage, I don't know what specific sort of person that is, but definitely some people are. Um, and yeah, just uh, just coming back and joining us is a way a way to help us out. And we appreciate you joining us today, as we do every week. So thank you for listening to this episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. I have been Briar. And, as always, when you're alive that long, like, you gotta kiss a few dudes, right? <laughs> I mean, you have to. Yeah, like, there's no re way or reason that he hasn't. Absolutely. We're correct. <laughs>